0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: I answered the phone and it was a girl. I usually get a knee help and i was fairly surprised when someone said hello and when i heard that i immediately got nervous because i know it's going to be related to this list Hello, my name is Kylie Marco. I am 28 years old and I am a fashion designer and a design teacher here in China. As I've been living here for four years now and right now I am living in the city of Guangzhou. I first started to feel the impact of COVID-19 in January. It was around the Chinese New Year, the beginning of the Chinese New Year and I was about to go on a holiday But a couple of days before, I started noticing that a lot of establishments here, particularly um, the subway stations, are getting really strict when it comes to letting people in. They started taking temperatures of each and every person coming in. When I went to Bali for my holiday, I was supposed to stay there for two weeks. But after only five days, my company already sent me a message saying uh, not to come back just yet because the schools are have already cancelled and at the time i was like i'm not entirely sure what's happening no but nothing is clear yet when i was told not to come back to china after another week in bali i flew to manila to spend some time with family and friends after three weeks, they already started to tell the employees to come back as it is, quote-unquote, safe there already. During my time in Manila, there was already um, a travel ban amongst Filipinos um, prohibiting us from traveling back. So I wasn't able to come back until the travel ban was lifted in mid-March. And When I came back, it was a mandatory thing for all the people coming in from the Philippines, to do a 14-day quarantine. It was a complete isolation. I was brought to a hotel after a series of paperwork and tests at the airport. Now, during the quarantine, my temperature was taken twice a day in the morning and early in the evening. And food was brought to me three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I was allowed to buy online for food deliveries, even have groceries delivered. They will bring it to the front desk and the people working there, the nurses and the doctors will be the one to bring it up to my room. A day before my 14-day quarantine was up, I was tested again as I was tested the first day. And it came back negative, so they let me out the next day. And after that, I was already allowed back to my house. There was no lockdown, and there was never any lockdown here in Guangzhou. As far as I know, a lot of people have to do certain things. They were asked by the government to do such things, and so that contact tracing will be quite easy. One of them was to sign up for this app. It's called Suikang. You have to fill it out with all the necessary information like your travel history, how you're feeling, if you're feeling any symptoms, and all the other things like your address, passport number, name, age, and occupation. And this app will generate a QR code right after, either in blue or in red. Red means high risk and blue means you're fine. There's also another app where you have to scan a QR code and it says there whether you are entering or exiting this particular establishment. Life was pretty normal after I came back except there were some news that a lot of the new cases in China are imported according to statistics. 90 percent of the imported cases are actually from chinese passport holders and only 10 percent were from foreigners these chinese people were either studying or working abroad and the 10 percent are the expats living here in and working here in china now i guess um a lot of the people took that in a different way in which they tend to discriminate Now I was discriminated against, I was refused entry in one restaurant. When I entered, this waiter told me that, oh, I'm sorry, we can't serve you right now. We can only give you some takeout. And I was like, "Uh, what do you mean? Like, are you close? And I noticed the restaurant was not very full, but it's, but it also wasn't empty. And he was like, I'm sorry, but we can't have you dine in here. And that's when I noticed that everybody who was in the restaurant was just Chinese. Even though they took my temperature, I showed them the health QR code, I even showed them my test result from when I got tested, but still they refused entry. And it was me and another friend, and both of us were not Chinese. I'm Filipino and he's from Colombia. So instead of insisting that we stay, because it's actually not ordered by the government for certain restaurants and other establishments to ban foreigners from entry. Um, We just left and had dinner somewhere else. When I dined into this one restaurant last Saturday, I I went there, I, they took my temperature and um, they, I showed them my health QR code and they asked me to do one more thing, which is to put my name on this list that they have. And apparently they're listing down every single customer that they have. And at first I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's just another measure that they're doing in order to you know, make contact tracing quite easy. In that list, they asked me for my name my phone number, my passport number, and what country I'm I'm from. And I was like, okay. I I went on about my night and it was all fine. Until three days later, I actually got a phone call from an unknown number. I answered the phone and it was a girl. I usually don't get an answer. I usually don't get a hello. I usually get a Ni Hao or Wei Ni Hao. That's how Chinese people answer their phones. And I was fairly surprised when someone said hello. And when I heard that, I, I was already nervous because I know it's going to be related to this list because I have been hearing rumors. And when I answered the phone, this girl told me, are you Kylie Markle? And I said, yes, this is Kylie Marco." And she said that I'm calling because you dined into this one restaurant a couple days ago. And today there was a suspected case who dined in there. Thankfully, you are there on a different day, but we are just going through the list and making sure that everybody provided the right information. I got confirmation that this this person who dined there actually tested positive for COVID-19. So this, apart from being scared that I will get discriminated against or denied entry from certain establishments, now I am actually afraid to go out of the house, even just to go to work. As far as the expat community goes, it's pretty crazy. Because apart from getting refused entry in certain establishments like restaurants and getting refused um, service from nail salons or hair salons, some of my friends are getting discriminated against even in subway. Nobody would sit next to them or nobody would even stand next to them and there's a lot of craziness that's been happening here, particularly with the African community, because it all started with um, these two Nigerian guys who were allegedly COVID-19 positive, but refused to do quarantine. Everything is really, really strict in the airport alone. I'm not sure how that could be a possibility. A lot of the Africans here in Guangzhou actually got kicked out of their homes by their landlords and their landladies, and are now living in the streets. Now, some of these African people, they don't have access to WeChat Pay.
1: For background, WeChat is China's largest messaging app, with more than a billion monthly users just behind Facebook's WhatsApp and Messenger. But what's more important is its payment feature known as WeChat Pay. From major supermarkets to the smallest of street vendors and taxis, you can pay for anything with WeChat almost anywhere in China. In fact, more shops and establishments in China have moved toward only accepting smartphone payments. But this is only possible if you have a Chinese bank account that you can link to WeChat. So if you're a tourist or an expat and don't have a local bank account, the struggle to buy basic goods is real.
0: I'm a part of this WeChat group for the LGBT, and a lot of the people there, both Chinese and foreigners, they're, they're all gathering funds to be able to help these Africans that are living in the streets and gathering as much help as we can from different people, you know, money, food, blankets, masks, sanitizers, anything that can help them out. But yeah, there's been a lot of tension with the expat community. A lot of us are really scared here right now.
1: We conducted this interview with Kylie in early April. We checked in on Kylie a month after our initial interview. How is she? Yeah, I'm doing very, very, very well.
0: Although there were a couple things that happened um, right after the interview, maybe a week or two. So I was having dinner with a friend And about two, three days later, I got a phone call from a girl saying that one of the staff from that restaurant tested positive and she was working a shift that night. So obviously I was really scared and they told me that I'm going to have to do a test. And so about five days since the exposure, I did a test and um, I got the results about 24 hours later thankfully I tested negative and this is actually already the third time that I got tested for COVID and I'm still so glad to have tested negative negative. and yeah pretty much now my friends and I are very afraid to go out there are still some establishments that refuse service and even refuse entry to us for the sole purpose that we are foreigners, um, the Chinese government did not actually tell its people or tell these establishments to refuse entry to some foreigners. And since a lot of foreigners are getting discriminated against, um, they actually sent out a memo saying that refusing entry or refusing services to foreigners is against the law. So there were some Chinese lawyers who helped a lot of foreigners regarding this matter. And it's really, really nice of them.
1: You've been listening to COVID Quarantine Diaries, a series by Puma Podcast. Mula sa Makati City, ako si Raja Aisha. Stay safe and be kind to one another during these trying times.